Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God, Trump, and the 2020 election podcast for Thursday, September 17th, only 47 days before the most important election of our lifetime. And of course, I've done a lot of podcasts. I've written several books about Trump, including God, Trump, and the 2020 election. And there's a lot going on politically, a lot going on in our culture. But when it comes right down to it, it's a spiritual thing that's happening in our country. And we're at a point where we really need to pray. And a lot of different Christian leaders have been emphasizing the scripture, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, God will hear from heaven, forgive our sin and heal our land. And of course, that is our prayer. And in the different books that I have written, I've tried to emphasize prayer. And in fact, the new book, I closed it with an interview with my longtime friend, Mary Colbert, who has been very involved in the prayer movement. And we even end the book with a call to prayer. And maybe we'll talk about that. I'm so happy to welcome Mary into our podcast studio to record this important podcast because, you know, in God and Donald Trump, I told the story of how you felt that you should initiate some daily phone calls and people would call into a number nine o'clock every morning. In fact, I participated several days myself and people would pray a hundred thousand people. And now four years. And I, you know, I believe that it made the difference in that election. I really do. Because Donald Trump only won by 80,000 votes spread over three different states. I mean, that is razor thin when you think about it. And now four years later, you're initiating another call for prayer. And uh, I know there are different people around the country doing calls for prayer. And of course, we need to pray in many places, (laughs) many times. But I'm just so impressed with what you're doing. Why don't you, first of all, welcome to my podcast and then tell me about this new call for prayer, because this time it's not just one number where people pray. It's gotten so big, you've had to uh, get 50 or 60 different prayer calls. So why don't you tell us about it? Well, they can go to marycolbert.us and listed on my website is all of the different prayer hosts, their times. There are some people hosting 24-7 prayers, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week right now. And they have people that have signed up and volunteered to go in and to be praying literally every single hour for this country. It's very exciting. And we have just about all the states covered uh, where prayer hosts are hosting their own state prayer calls. And you can join your state with the prayer host at the times they have listed. And it's just it's really important for people to engage in their local elections. Um, We want Donald Trump, of course, to be elected. But more importantly, we need conservatives in every area of government. Donald Trump cannot do this by himself. I mean, it's been proven from this last midterms where everybody kind of became very relaxed and sat back and thought, okay, great, we got Donald Trump in. That's all we needed to do. And surprise, surprise, Um, it only handicaps him from really what he really needs to accomplish in the next four years. So we need everybody to get engaged in their local um, and state governments of who's running and to be sure you support those individuals that are running on the conservative, the Constitution. You know, I was listening to um, 
Senator Ted Cruz, and he has a new book out. It's called One Vote Away. And I had no idea until I listened to Ted how close we are into losing our constitutional rights. And he lays that out very, very plain. And it really rocked me to hear what he had to say, uh, because we know that the next president is going to appoint a couple of judges. And this is going to set and shape the country for generations to come. And so the stakes are high, folks. They're very, very high, if nothing else. We know Ruth Gettysburg, she's not going to be there much longer. So we know her position is coming up for uh, to be opened. And there may be others as well. And others as well. And this need for prayer goes way beyond one election. It's just that... You know, as I make the point in my book, and other people have too, that if the other side wins, some very bad things can happen pretty quickly. Donald Trump in for another four years will at least help give us a window of reprieve. But really, there needs to be a change in America. America needs to humble ourselves and pray and repent. And and even with Donald Trump being a, a reelected, he'll be out in 2025. That's exactly and right. And then what then? It's you know, this fight is going to go right. on, and right. thankfully Christians are starting to pray. And I want to say something about the prayer that you had before, because you actually wrote a book in 2016 called The Trump Prophecies, and you wrote it with Mark Taylor, who I wrote about in the book. I've interviewed him. I've done podcasts with him. And uh, it was a rather remarkable example of where God spoke to somebody that you'd never expect, a retired fireman who had no ministry, nothing, but yet he spoke the word. And he was one of several people who were prophesying that Donald Trump would be reelected. And of course, Donald Trump was. And the book was very successful. And then it was made into a movie. I thought it was a great movie because it showed kind of the story, how it developed, and then how it birthed the prayer movement. And I remember a very funny scene, and I hope this doesn't get it off track, but it was time for the prayer hall at nine o'clock, and you were on an airplane getting ready to take off. And so you go up into the bathroom to do the prayer call on your cell phone, (laughs) and everyone in the plane could hear you or something. Anyway, it was just a lighthearted moment, but that actually happened. It happened didn't it? twice, <laughs> not just one time, because I I did the prayer call. It was like fifty seven days or something. So we travel a lot and we go. And the Lord literally, He instructed me. He said, "I have called you to host this. Do not turn it over to anyone else." I mean, I got such a command from heaven. This is your responsibility, not someone else's. And I felt such a sense of okay, I will do it. I'll host it every day. And so I got into twice on two different occasions. The plane was scheduled to take off at 9.15. And they literally had to hold the plane for me to get to my seat. But I told them beforehand, I said, listen, this is very important. Explain to the pilot, I cannot get off this. I have to do this. (laughs) So they literally held the plane. And when I came out, everybody's looking at me like, okay, can we go now? You know, so it was funny, but it was true. You know, I read the book. And of course, I know you and I know Mark. And so I was very interested in this movie. I thought it was very, very well done. And toward the end of the movie, uh, you had all these different prayer leaders uh, speaking about prayer. 
I just thought it was very inspiring. And someone told me that it's actually going to be re-released. That's correct. It's coming back out. Fathom Events was actually going to air at the month of August every day. But because the theaters didn't open it and the conflict of other things that were coming, um, they still wanted to do it, which is very remarkable to me. They contacted the producers and said, we want to re-release this. But that's because they made a lot of money on this movie, and it was only a two-day event. So Fathom was like, no, we want to do this again. So October 8th, they're releasing it in all the major markets across the country this time. And they have said if people want to gather at the end of the movie and pray, that that's going to be permitted. So we're encouraging people to show up at the theaters and the intercessors on that day. This is going to be promoted as the largest prayer gathering in the history of this country to pray for this country and to pray that people's eyes, you know, in 2018, during the midterm prayer I did, I heard the Holy Spirit one morning because I pray before the prayer to try to help lead it so it stays on track because people like to get off on multiple rabbit trails when you get a bunch of people praying. And I knew this needed to be target focus prayer specifically. And um, I heard him tell me one morning, he said, now tell the people that in 2020, it will be known as the year that all eyes shall see. He said, Mary, I'm going to clearly reveal evil versus good. And it's going to shake people to their core. But this is necessary that they see this. So I began telling people in 2018, the Lord says 2020 is a year that all eyes shall see clearly the evil versus good. Well, it's shaken me to my core, I have to tell you, because I don't think I was even prepared for some of what we have witnessed and what we have walked through as a nation. But it was necessary. And there is a man that is recognized very well prophetically. And you and I were talking about him before. His name is... Johnny Enlow. I've known him since the 1990s. See, I don't know him. He's really emphasized the teaching about the seven mountains of influence, which would be the family, the government, the home, education, media, media and entertainment, uh, academia. That's six. Right. Uh, we're, I guess we're forgetting one. But uh, God has really used him. And he was on Sid Roth recently and had some rather remarkable things to say. You know, I really want to encourage people, if you haven't seen uh, the YouTube clip of him with Sid Roth, it's worth your time to go watch it. Because he said prophetically, number one, the Lord has clearly showed him Donald Trump will be reelected. He said if the people will show up to vote and, of course, the whole premise of the prayer call that I did is if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. Well, the Lord showed me in Matthew, in the book of Matthew, wicked means when he, the parable of the uh, steward, where the master comes back to the steward and says, what did you do with the one thing I gave you? And oh, I was afraid. I hid it. Well, the Lord let me see that's your voice. And every, do you know there are 50 million evangelicals or Christians in our country estimated that haven't even registered to vote? It's, it's astounding. 50 million. So if you're listening to this and you haven't registered, you can go to myvotecounts.com. 
Com and register to vote and still get in in time to vote. Well, this is so important. And, you know, this truth, I put it in the book. I mean, you told me about it. And he says, you evil, wicked servant. And the other servants, he said, well done, good and faithful servant. So he was saying that being wicked was being slothful, lazy. lazy. And I thought that was such insight. You know, in all the years I've been a Christian and, and even given messages on that very scripture, I never really saw that truth. And last week I had occasion to have, to be out with Kenneth Copeland and I was telling him about <laughs> what you had to say and, and the meaning about wicked. And I thought that was such good uh, insight that when we're lazy, the Lord considers that we're wicked and we need to repent of being wicked and being involved because what's happening in our country, really what's happening in the world is just so very important. And the Christian community tends to be passive. We tend to you know, for a whole variety of reasons, people are busy or they don't really have good teaching or they think someone else will do it. Or That's the whole point right there. They think somebody else is going to do it. And when we collectively, as a body of Christ, unite together and stand in one accord, and one accord means we can all agree on one thing, and that is our country needs to come back to God. And the man who is going to do that is President Donald Trump. He is going to help lead it. And what this man prophesied is he said that this error, this is what he said the Lord told him, this error in time will be known as the error before Trump and after Trump. That's how significant and impactive what this man is doing. But we need to give him help. We need to send help to him in the Congress and the Senate. And we need to pray and that the Lord will help him be strong. I mean, it's just yes. incredible how he could put up with this constant barrage. I mean, not a day goes by that he's not, not attacked day. over something brand new. And, you know, I try to bring these things out of my book. That was just my way to try to speak to what's going on. But really, it's a call to the body of Christ to rise up and be the body of Christ. And I'm just so grateful that you that you are out there doing your thing. Of course, we've been friends for a long time. I've published a couple of your books. Thank you. And of course, your husband, Dr. Don Colbert, is one of the leading doctors in the country, really. And we've published many of his books. Mm -hmm. And so I I know you up close and personal. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) it's just been neat to see how God has opened these doors in the movie. So I want to go over what we've talked about. In fact, this is very timely because I got a text message from my cousin Jody, literally. Now, Jody doesn't text me very often, and she wanted to know if I knew where there were prayer ministries. She wanted to be involved. So now I'm going to have to text her back and say, go to marycolbert.us, and she lives up in Illinois, and uh, we're going to try to get it out on our platforms here at Charisma Media far and wide. We need to get people involved. Now, next week, I'm going up to the return you know, that's going to be live streamed. A lot of people can't go to Washington like I am. And that's going to be a whole day of, of repentance and prayer. And, but these, these calls that happen daily are very important. To people need to be involved. People like my cousin Jody. People like me. I want to get involved as well. And so why don't you talk us through that again, including about the movie? Because this movie is really worth seeing. It really is. It was very well done. It's, it's encouraging. It's a miracle story. There's excitement in it. Uh, you know, there's a, he was a fireman, so there's even a scene with a fire and all that kind of stuff. It, 
my hat's off to the producers. I thought they did a great job. And hats off to you for helping to write this book because really the book would not have happened if it weren't for the connections that the Lord allowed you to make. Right, exactly. Um, it's it, and More importantly, what we're trying to do is get the message. And my book, which you help publish, uh, Prayer That Changes Everything, one of the things that the Lord has given me as a highlight that I think I want to stress is that one of the prayers we're praying for is the Democratic Party. We're praying that that party come back to Jesus, that come back to God. And that's one of the orders, marching orders that has been given to me as, as a prayer warrior, is I want you to begin to pray now for that party, to begin the people within that party. And it's interesting, if you notice, you've seen a couple of Democrats rise up and they're saying, well, I'm endorsing Donald Trump, <laughs> you know, and they're making all kinds of just chaos because there's one gentleman I know in Georgia. He, he has made a very strong stand, a congressman. And so and he's Democrat. But those are people like that that are there that the Lord said they're there and they know me, but they're intimidated. They've been threatened and been pushed down. But we want to pray for the Democratic Party. And I'm praying if you're listening, you're a Democrat, begin to pray for your party to come back to the Lord. Do not vote Democrat. Don't do it right now because they're not there. But that doesn't mean you have to abandon it spiritually. You can you can pray for it and stand in the gap for it and watch it come back. And then hopefully at some point you'll be able to vote Democrat. But right now you can't you cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat. Cannot. You cannot, you cannot, cannot say you are a Christian and vote Democrat because you are voting for the murder of the unborn baby. Now, their 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 platform up to the birth, up to the birth. I mean, you cannot tell me you're a Christian and you're going to put some party in power that is willing to do that. Our First Amendment rights are on the board. They will put in judges that... Literally, I, I had no idea until I heard Ted Cruz the, how close we were so many times to a 5-4 Supreme Court, 5-4, and losing so many of our constitutional rights. Folks, this is real. This is real. This is real. So you want to vote, you want to pray, and you really do want to pray the right kinds of prayers. Uh, not the prayer of, oh, God, help us. <laughs> That's not a prayer of faith. What you want to pray is you want to pray for things like, Father, open my heart, open my eyes so that I can plainly see. I pray for my family that they plainly see. And you begin to pray to the Father for the Spirit of God to begin to move upon the hearts and the minds and the eyes and the ears because the media may have the frequency of influence in your thinking, but they cannot interfere with the frequency of your heart. The Bible says God holds the hearts of every beating person. So God has a connection to your heart, your family's heart, your neighbor's heart. He has a certain frequency that only he is able to penetrate. But when you as a prayer partner with God and his plan, that you begin to speak forth the frequencies of his will, 
you pray forth his will, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Now you have just entered into the frequency that God is trying to put forth in the earth and the hearts and the minds of the people everywhere. They don't even have to be saved. I just got off the phone with a guy who's not saved and he's a Democrat, big time Democrat, not even saved. But by the time I finished, he goes, my wife is going to so love you because I can't wait to go home and tell her I'm voting for Trump now. Because he and I got into a really very nice, not heated, but a very loving discussion on the why. And he was, by the time we finished, he was like, I had no idea. I had no idea. And I said, that's because the frequency of the media has contaminated and lied and twisted and slandered Donald Trump. And they've told every horrible thing they could. But God. But God. But God. He always has a people. And while we're praying for the Democrats, we need to pray for the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have been both a Democrat and now I'm a Republican, but a lot of times I'm a reluctant Republican because a lot of things didn't change if the Democrats or the Republicans were in office. And now a, no a number of very prominent Republicans are have endorsed Joe Biden. I mean, it works both ways. The parties in and of themselves are not good and bad. It's the people that take them over. And in, somebody could make the argument, maybe I could make the argument that uh, Donald Trump really took over the Republican Party. It's really the Trump Party at this point. It is. And, it you is. know, but Thank at least God. he made promises <laughs> to the Christian community. You know, the Republicans would always say they would back this, you know, pro-life and so forth. And then, or move Jerusalem. Or, to, or move the yeah. embassy to Jerusalem right. and then didn't do it. Donald Trump is amazing. In fact, I have a whole chapter called Promises Made, Promises Kept. It's so unusual for a politician to keep his promises <laughs> that it really stands out. And I think... If you read my books, you know that I have so much respect for Donald Trump and at many different levels, including the fact that he's he keeps his promises. He's a strong leader. I mean, can you imagine what would happen if there had been President Hillary Clinton or this whole covid thing? I mean, it's just hard to un understand. But I believe that God answered our prayers in 2016 and that he'll answer our prayers in 2020. But we all have to pray. We all have to do our part. We all have to right. influence everybody in our sphere of influence. We need many conversations like you had with that man on the phone mm -hmm. where we can influence people, help them see the light. People a lot right. of times just believe what they hear and they don't hear the other side. That's exactly right. So thank you for being with me. Thank you for sharing your heart. It's always exciting uh, to be around you. And, and you're always so, as long as I've known you, you've always been... <laughs> Full of faith and vibrant and bubbly, and you are now more than ever. And so let's remind people to go to marycolbert.us. And as we wrap up the podcast, I'll give you the last word. Well, you're going to see amazing things happen in 2020. I really believe that we're almost at the end of the worst of the worst. I really believe the Lord has showed me that in 21, there will come a sweep of repentance. And I, that's what I'm really looking for. You can't go into repentance until you stop doing what has grieved God. And I believe we're getting very, very close to the end of being able to stand and say, now let's as a country, let's repent. So we're almost there. Uh, it, it's going to be a little rough few months. I'm not going to lie to you. 
But I'm telling you, we are the victor. God is the victor. And he is going to be, as Kenneth Copeland says, Jesus is Lord over America. Amen. Amen. That's a great way to stop. And I'll thank you for listening to the podcast. Share this on social media. Share it with your friends. We want to get the word out. We're going to be doing it here at Charisma Media in many, many ways, and we need your help to do it. So that wraps up my God Trump at the 2020 election podcast for Thursday, September 17th, only 47 days before the most important election of our lifetime. Thank you for listening. God bless you. I'm back in the studio, and I wanted to say something about my books. Of course, this podcast was not about me or my books, but I like to tell my listeners on the Charisma Podcast Network to pick up a copy of God, Trump, and the 2020 election, as well as God, Trump, and COVID-19. The best way is to go to my own website called stevestrangbooks.com, and books has an S on it, because all of my books, uh, God and Donald Trump and Trump Aftershocker there, There's different specials. You can get them in bundles. Also, if you want to buy a whole bunch of them, you get them real, real cheap. And all of the books, except for the ones in bundles, are signed by me, the author, and a lot of people like that. So go to stevestrangbooks.com. That's stevestrangbooks.com. Thank you for listening.